0: So today, I'm uh, privileged to have Charlotte Lawrence on the Narrow Road podcast. Charlotte, welcome. Thank you so much for for being here with us. Could you just give uh, everyone an intro about who you are, what you do and who you do it for, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, as Danny said, my name's Charlotte and thank you for uh, inviting me in here today, Danny. Um, I've basically been counselling for... Oh, quite a long time now. I qualified in 2006. It's a long time. (laughs) It feels (laughs) a long time, but in a good way. Um, And for many, many years, I worked for a local um, abuse charity. So I worked there initially on the helplines, helping people out, supporting people who've been through um, domestic violence and rape and sexual silence um did that for many years and at the same time had got my qualification as a counselor so volunteered there in counseling and then was lucky enough to get a job there as a counselor so that was really a, a beautiful break for me really yeah. en- enjoyed that work so so much did that for many many years um, and went on to becoming Uh, supervisor there and a clinical lead there. Um, Last year I took a leap of faith in last January uh, to go purely to private practice which obviously wasn't aware the pandemic was on its way Um, but actually I'm thoroughly thoroughly enjoying being in purely in private practice Um, and I've just been building that up and absolutely loving what I'm doing. Um, Seeing such a variety of people through my my door um, my specialism is in still in working with people who've experienced violence mm. and trauma um, in particular I have a great interest in working with people who've got complex mental health disorders like um, dissociative disorders um, dissociative identity disorder for example mm. so things like that are my real passion yeah. um, what's so lovely about being in private practice is that I get to meet people from all walks of life yeah, with yeah. all sorts of things that they need um assisting with so it it could be uh relationship issues grief issues addiction issues um anxiety and depression and that's certainly something i'm seeing a lot of at the moment given the current situation so Mm.
0: yeah really passionate about what i do (laughs) well it comes across i can tell that and like the 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 things you spoke about there anxiety depression and things like that it's you know, we are, I mean, not we are, but you know, we've heard of it and things like that. But before that, you said dissociative disorder, was it? Yes. Can yes. you just, for a layman, just expand yeah. on briefly what, what that is?
1: Yeah, so well, very, very briefly, if somebody's been through traumatic events in their life, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be sort of sexual violence um, or trauma in that way, um, but it, the brain can almost do like a switch off um, if you imagine a circuit breaker on a lawn mower, for example, yeah. so if you're mowing your lawn and you accidentally go over the cable, you've got a circuit breaker switch, trip switch in that to stop you being electrocuted. Mm. Our brains can have a very similar reaction when um, we've experienced trauma and abuse that when uh, things become too overwhelming, um, the, the person can literally just almost uh, switch out so that you might you might notice somebody kind of looking like they're in a daydream. Somebody losing right. some chunks of time, for example, yeah. they're kind of just almost zoned out for a little while, spaced out. So that's, yeah. a, that's a very basic description of it, basically. Mm. But uh, mm. but you, we can all do it to a degree um, yeah. in times of high stress. Um, but for people who for whom it's become an issue, it's become into a disorder,
0: Right. it
1: can really, really impact on their daily functioning and um, in everyday life.
0: Yeah. Does that mean like it's become like ingrained in their... If you like daily routines in, in, in a simple term,
1: yeah. I mean, if if they are being triggered a lot by um life events or by things around them, mm. um, then that trips which can keep happening, the brain doesn't, our brains wired very primitively, right. So, we have um, in our brains, as I'm sure you know, Danny, the amygdala, our alarm mm. center in our brain, and basically, when we were cavemen and women, that was fantastic, it would give us an alarm it would tell us that no we don't go up and cuddle that saber-toothed tiger <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know without yeah. that alarm system we might have done you get eaten <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: but the alarm system was great for that the, the difficulty is our amygdala doesn't necessarily discern between a saber-toothed tiger and perhaps getting anxious about going for a job interview for example Right. right. so you get the same kind of um things going through your body so so for example with anxiety what's taking anxiety as a as a A a case in point, your body physiologically changes. You may get a dry mouth, your muscles may tense up, you may feel your heart pounding. Um, so really what's happening is the fight and flight and freeze response kicking in, those trauma kind of responses, the fears kicking in, um, even if it is a job interview rather than a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) Um, and basically our body then sends a signal up to our brain to say red alert red alert there's a situation here that we're really worried about mm. that there's a threat potentially yeah. and the brain in turn then sends more cortisol and adrenaline to the body flooding it ready
0: for that fight flight freeze response so right. it kind of goes around in a big circle yeah yeah <laughs> Which so, is... so that's, it's not it, if you like the what's happened back in time has not evolved to, to like present times if you like if you know what i mean it's it's still there it can it's still, still be very, stuck. very primitive
1: yeah. yeah trauma trauma um we know gets stuck in the primitive parts of the brain um it's not processed the same as other memories so other other memories might be um for example if you're remembering a lovely holiday you've had yeah. done it you know you you would be able to go to the back of your brain imagine there's a filing cabinet there you'd be able to pick it out have a look at it again and oh that was a wonderful day really enjoyed that Um, and you can put that memory back into your filing cabinet and close the door and come back to it another time if you want to trauma is not allowed to be processed um you know in the same way if it's a significant trauma the brain will literally shut those gates on it being allowed to be going into those filing cabinets right because it needs to keep it at the front of the brain fresh to say right we must remember this yeah in Mm. case ever ever happens again
0: yeah 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 Yeah?
1: so it kind of primes you for that so it stays at the front of the brain and therefore it's kind of sometimes it can create things like flashbacks for example for people Mm. that it's actually still happening as if it's happening now yeah
0: yeah. even though it
1: may have happened in childhood and and an an awfully long time ago but flashbacks and ptsd type symptoms can come as a result of that right
0: yeah it makes sense that so is it is it is sort of it can it be done where it can be over time gradually if you like know sort of put behind those gates
1: yeah absolutely i mean um sometimes that can happen as a natural process that the person can kind of process those things themselves and um it is it is more common that they may need therapy to assist with that depending on the level and complexity of the trauma but also if they've had additional traumas on top of that original trauma so that again can compound everything um so what we can do as therapists is various different different techniques and things that kind of you know work on um things such as the trauma rewind technique um emdr things like that we can do things like brain spotting the latest one that's come out that i I would like to train looks really good but basically what it is is it's actually putting that memory to where it needs to be as a past historical event So that it's not impacting and impinging yeah. on everyday life and functioning
0: yeah. Yeah. for that person. Yeah, great way of putting it. Like a file, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. seeing that I'm seeing that you know file either physically or a, or, a, or a one on your, on your computer being yeah. stored away, and yeah. you know maybe I think it's like anything that that you have upstairs. You, you want to be able to access it when you need it, as opposed to yes. it maybe taking over everything because you can't access the things that you need to then because it sort of takes over if you know what I mean is that is that yeah that absolutely
1: helpful? absolutely I think when as you rightly said you know it, it can then Im- impact on everything it, it can create a almost a fogginess in the brain it is very hard to concentrate for some people who've got um you know trauma it actually creates a brain fog you yeah, know to try so. and think through that it's really really difficult for some people
0: and, and can um, that trauma then lead on to other um you know other like a uh, further mental health deterioration in other areas i
1: think it's it's all linked so it can mm. impact in every single which way so you know it it can create anxiety it can yeah. create depression it can mm. create um physical conditions such as chronic fatigue syndrome for example um, right. create somatic responses in the body where the body's remembering the trauma yeah. um, and therefore may respond in those ways such as aches or pains right non-epileptic fits all sorts of things so so it's it really does you know it impacts at every level really yeah, um yeah. so trauma is something that is is a really good thing to be able to release and yeah. process yeah. but obviously we spend most of our lives trying to avoid uncomfortable feelings mm. trying to push them away and suppress them
0: as opposed to sort of acknowledging that they're there and then being able to put them where they need to be maybe like sweeping it under carpet a bit is it
1: Um, I think it's a natural kind of human condition, really, that we don't like to necessarily sit with uncomfortable thoughts, feelings. And particularly when you are thinking about extremely traumatic events, Mm, who would actually want to sit there and keep reliving that and and going through it again and again and again? It would be awful, you know.
0: Yeah. So I know that like when we spoke before this, we, we, we were, you know, we were talking about the current situation and we've had previous conversations about, Covid and, and, and the, yeah. the climate and, and things and we got speaking about you know sort of hope and and mm-hmm. you know how we can maybe individually collectively have more hope in, in moving forward what 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 are the any I, I obviously can't speak for everyone and we can't say that but you know tips on maybe what we could do as individuals as society as, as communities to to maybe give ourselves more hope and and, and look at things or where we're moving now hopefully into a a more open you know things that the gates have been dropped if we're going to continue talking about you know gates (laughs) lockdown, any Mm. any you know what do you do personally then to to sort of give yourself more hope Mm. and and things
1: well i think it's fair to say like anybody you know um i've been impacted upon by the situation i think it's you know i don't think i know anybody who hasn't been adversely impacted in some way to some degree um you know and I would actually say right now my my mental health is fairly robust in a good Mm. way but still there are days when you know I can quite easily dip into that Mm. moment of oh this is all feeling a bit hopeless or you know right now I'm feeling a bit despondent you're human Um, though
0: aren't you you're human it's it's, we all do
1: it absolutely Danny we are and and you know it'd be very difficult for us not to because if you think about walking down the street you know you, you might be coming across other people who may be feeling that way mm. um you might have a quick chat to them and you know i'm sure you, you've felt this yourself you've walked and you've had a chat to somebody and actually you've either walked away feeling more uplifted mm. or you might walk away feeling a bit more dejected depending yeah. on what the conversation has been depending on how the two of you are and your your energies in that sense yeah. um how you're feeling so Um, for me personally hope wise um, or sort of trying to keep myself buoyant um, I try not to watch too much of the news or social media so I watch enough to know what's going on I think it's important to be informed Mm. however also as we know sometimes not all sources are reliable on social media (laughs) so personally I choose to take a step back from that because as long as yeah. I'm in the know of what I need to be doing and what, yeah, yeah. what I'm aware of the latest uh legislations etc yeah. um I feel that you know I can actually sit and watch a news program and I can actually feel my energy dipping I can yeah. actually feel yeah. my mental health altering yeah. as I sit there well, yeah. so for me that's one of the biggest things to kind of step away from and to um to do the nourishing sort of nurturing activities that I know Um, and this might sound quite cliche but feed my soul is what they would say okay totally yeah yeah so for me that includes going out into nature as much as possible um I do have a, a big wild hairy dog bless him um and he needs a lot of walking but that really helps because um I have to get out in all weathers Yeah. and for me it's about noticing it's about being outside and noticing not just being on my phone as I'm walking, or perhaps just walking with my own head full of chattering, mm. sort of, you know. But it's about, okay, so what can I feel on my skin today? Is it warm? Is it cool? Can I feel the breeze? What does that feel like? Mm. Is that nice? Not nice? What do I like? Um, noticing the leaves on the trees, mm. you know, noticing the signs of spring at the moment. That feels yeah. a particularly important one when we're talking about hope. That sense of renewed yes. life because. With with our lives I do feel are a little like the seasons, you know, we have times of quiet reflection when yeah. perhaps it doesn't seem like there's much going on under the surface and we're having to withdraw and go inwards, much like the winter time, when we're having to perhaps prepare ourselves or process trauma or whatever it is that we're needing to tackle. And there'll be times when we're going into action, there'll be times when you know we will be starting that growth and we'll be working out, okay, so what can we do next? Mm. and that's a bit of a difficult one at the moment because the reality is that many people are quite thwarted in that respect at the moment they might not have a vision of what the future is going to hold because they may have been furloughed they Mm. may feel indefinitely they're going to be working from home for example Mm. or they may feel that well, what if this situation continues and therefore i won't get to see and cuddle my loved ones Mm. for example Mm. and that's where despondency and despair can kick in, in that sense mm. of powerlessness, that there's nothing really happening, there's nothing to do, there's perhaps no hope on the horizon. Mm. So for me, it's about trying to anchor those little bits that we have. So not necessarily about control, because I think we all have to accept at the moment we don't have a lot. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And acceptance of that is certainly a healthier way of being than perhaps railing against
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because if we're trying to swim upstream all the time, it can make us feel really, oh, yeah. can't yeah. it? We're not yeah. getting yeah. anywhere. We're struggling, yeah. struggling, struggling, and we're not getting anywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So to actually being able to have some healthy acceptance. Okay, this is, this is it for now. This doesn't mean this is it for tomorrow or yeah, the
0: yeah. year after. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the same very much when people are reflecting around trauma or around their, their issues, is that these feelings will pass. Yeah. all feelings do they transmute they change over time particularly if you sit with them if you actually <laughs> if you don't sit with them and you suppress them yeah unfortunately they tend to knock at the door a bit louder
0: yeah yeah
1: if you sit with them they transform they change yeah. and we certainly don't feel the same way as we did say five years ago or ten yeah. years ago yeah. we're constantly in a process of change like those seasons yeah um with times of growth, times of um, reflection, times of waxing, waning, you know, it, it yeah. is part of the human condition.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, um, I listened to a, a gentleman called Jim Rohn, and he's uh, like a big guru, you know, and, yeah. and he used the seasons terminology that you did. Oh, and, did he? And, yeah, and he? Yeah, and he said, he said, this is not verbatim, but, you know, sort of, you know, after winter always comes spring yes you know so be prepared for it it's gonna get better but Absolutely. but also after summer does come autumn and, and things will as you've said peak and trough duck and dive mm. uh, and and when you were talking about you know sort of i'm looking out of windows i'm saying this to you acknowledging you know what's around you I, i've walked to work this morning like i do a lot of times and i instead of like you said thinking about oh, what i've got on today and what i've got to do and this and this and this yeah. i just i just took in my surroundings and a good thing i saw last night was when looking at um, you know, greenery and, and and things outside. Look at all the different shades of green. Yes. And it really, I, I looked. And I thought, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. It, yeah it's Quite it, shocking how yeah, much. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And like you said, <laughs> like feeling the wind on your face, and yeah. I just think like you know, being in the moment, like you've said, and and mm. you're know, acknowledging where you are. So mm. everyone that I, that I speak with that's that is is, you know a successful individual good at what they do they're not in that position by you know by by luck they do things that you've just said Every they all say the same to me I think yeah sorry sorry no no sorry take everything in around you you know so yeah it is it's that recognizing that there are options
1: rather than because I think the difference between somebody perhaps who has gone into that despair and powerlessness hmm. and somebody who has hope is that somebody who has despair and powerlessness may see that there is only one option and that option might not be a great one. Mm. Somebody with a bit of hope can think, okay, there might be several options here. I just need yeah. to have a think about this. I need to yeah. kind of just sit with this rather than uh, knee jerk react mm. or, yeah. you know, uh, rush into anything. Um, I think for, for me as well just thinking about what you were saying there about people you know and their passions of doing what they really want to do and perhaps being a bit more in touch with the awe in the world that mm. sense of you yeah. know um I've also noticed that that those sort of people do tend to have um a more positive outlook with regards to gratitude as well so it might not necessarily be gratitude that they've got the success or the it can be gratitude for anything and, and I know that I like to start my day or end my mm. day or the other or depending how busy I've been but with thinking about what I'm grateful for yeah, and yeah. it might not necessarily be the big things it might be something as simple as when I turn on the tap I have clean fresh water to yeah. drink yeah, yeah. you know yeah. but actually I can use my legs I'm very fortunate I right. am able-bodied yeah. At, yeah. Um, at this moment in time so I can use my legs to walk out in the park in the morning in the sunshine um you know so it, it doesn't have to be something that people think of as massive so yeah. you know not necessarily wealth or success or um you know, and yes, we, we could all focus on the lack of things at the moment mm. in particular.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: restrictions, for example, not being able to see loved ones. But how beautiful is it that we may have loved ones? You know, yeah. how beautiful yeah. is it that we have yeah. those connections that we have? Yeah. The technology nowadays, unlike the plagues of time gone past, yeah. where we can yeah. actually connect with people, yeah. even though we're not a- actually able to physically yeah. be with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there is lots of things to think, OK, so, yes, this could actually be worse which is an odd thing to say perhaps but it is that kind of just uh reframing perhaps that sense of everything is bleak and horrific and horrible yeah.
0: well a- again everything I read from successful people they all say what you've just said right. you know I'm, you know they all say gratitude is the way forward and and mm-hmm. and like I, you know I, I was thinking about this another day again I, re- I read something or listened to something and they said just begin with things that you've got you know, Absolutely. literally, Absolutely. And, and it like because sometimes you know, I, I sort of live in a, in a state of gratitude where I sort of help, I'm thankful for everything as a whole, if you know what I mean, yeah, but, but yes. then. I sometimes struggle to sort of break it down you know uh, yeah. and I, I am I'm, I'm a very grateful person I look around I think you know but it, but it's it's like I'm grateful for sort of everything I've got in my life collectively but then when I started trying to break it down I'm thinking well uh, 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 and, and I just read just look what you've got and I sat in my front yeah. room yeah and I looked and I thought that wow. and, and all of a sudden it gave me loads of things that I were aware yes. of so but but like I think like what you don't know you don't know do you absolutely as daft as it sounds Absolutely. So how could how would you if if it were me and i was you know struggling to become grateful and and, and do these very simple but very powerful techniques yeah. and tools how could we begin to uh utilize a, a state of gratitude daily how would you how would you recommend me? yeah so well first of all when sometimes
1: depending on the complexity of what somebody's come to me for within the the counseling setting sometimes they're not able to hold hope yeah and sometimes there may be a period of time that I have to hold that for them, mm. and that's you know I feel a very privileged position to be in um but sometimes people are not ready or not able to go there yet because they they do feel so dreadful mm. or they or in actual fact you know if i if I was in their position, I would also be struggling yeah. absolutely mm. to be finding something to feel grateful for, or I might be quite cross as someone suggested to me to find something to be grateful for yeah. Yeah. when totally everything else that. seems so bleak but what i might do is just to start getting them to think about um a little gratitude journal something as part of a self-care exercise just to choose a really nice notebook so for a start even if it's pence you know or they make it themselves something just that they for them nobody else ever gets to see it and they can if they find it difficult they can just think of one thing a week that they can jot down in there that they're grateful for yeah and it could be absolutely anything it doesn't matter you know, how other people might view that, that is theirs. Mm. Um, so we'd start very slowly, very, very slowly. We might build up to things like affirmations. So affirmations mm. would be positive statements about oneself, such as I am lovable or I um, I make friends easily. Mm. Now, these things aren't necessarily things that the person at that stage may believe about themselves. But what we do know, um, proven scientifically with, with affirmations, that if something is said for six weeks, it creates a new habit. It literally mm. rewires the neurons in the brain for someone to start believing healthier things about mm. themselves. Yeah. Um, so what I would do is these techniques combined all together alongside the therapeutic process, alongside the care I'm giving so that actually all of these things kind of create a, yeah. a perhaps a different way of looking at the world mm. that maybe hasn't been considered before.
0: Mm.
1: It can be quite hard for people to maintain that in between sessions when they're on their own. But it's about um, a softly, softly approach, always yeah. being alongside. Yeah. And, you know, each session, keep just gently reminding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and being compassionate if that person is sabotaging it at any level.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is difficult, you, 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 yeah. you know, I think, like, whatever, you know, whatever state you're in, know, if that's a, a, yeah. a correct term to use, doing things like the gratitude, the affirmations, it's the new habits and they are difficult to maintain regardless of whether you're top of the tree or maybe not it is difficult it very is Mm -hmm. um but from what you're saying you know about the the gratitude and the 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 affirmations and and sort of you know things that i've read business books it's a bit like act as if if you like Mm. you know now does that leaders onto like the law of attraction. Do you think that is I do. Hmm. Yes.
1: I do. Cause I kind of feel and, and and obviously I appreciate some people listening to this may not have um sort of those kind of spiritual aspects about them. That's absolutely fine. I'm I'm very, very open to all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I certainly would never put my um opinions in that way upon yeah. somebody. For me personally, I do believe the universe is like a great big mirror. Mm. Reflecting back to us, yeah, you yeah. know, it doesn't discern whether it's good or it's bad. It just reflects back to us our what we feel about ourselves and yeah. what we are focusing on. If we're focusing on lack, we will achieve more lack.
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, if yeah.
1: we're focusing upon the fact that we're hate hateable and we, we that's not a word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not lovable and we are um useless and this, that, and the other, you know, it is more likely we're going to attract more things in our life that kind of reinforce. Yeah. Those yeah. uh, feelings and scripts yeah. about ourselves. So for me, it is about starting, perhaps, just to set those seeds with clients to help them to understand that actually their mind is an extremely powerful tool.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievably powerful, isn't oh, it? Oh,
1: incredible! Yes, and it can change so much by reframing things, yeah. re- uh, thinking yeah. things in a, in a different way, uh, just looking at something a little differently. I mean alongside all of this i might get them to look at their values for example their yeah. value systems are they theirs are they there from their families from their culture from their society what what are they their values yeah. what do they believe is important in life Does does their job or or you know um lifestyle match their values or is there a kind of a bit of a, a disconnect there yeah.
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah. what
1: what meaning and purpose do they give to their existence because we all know that at the moment a lot of people have been questioned, you know, the existentialism stuff has been coming up massively at the yeah. moment with the pandemic. Why are we here? What's yeah, this all yeah. about? Yeah, yeah.
0: You
1: know, what's yeah. my life purpose? Um, and I think a lot more people I've come across recently have been questioning that more than ever before. Yeah. Um, to find a sense of purpose and meaning can also feed into that sense of, do you know what, this is why I'm here. Yeah. And it might be that I want to help the environment or I want to help other people or actually i my forte is that I'm really good at creating video games you know that, yeah, that make yeah. people smile you know yeah. it, it can be all sorts of things but yeah. it's about your personal value system purpose and meaning mm. and without those things we know these are the cornerstones of what can help someone feel hopeful and optimistic mm. and know that they are here for a purpose know that they are lovable that they yeah. are not yeah. Just insignificant when everyone yeah. else is significant because that's not the case.
0: No, Everybody's I, equally important. Yeah. But, but I think, like, the law of attraction is something that is very, very difficult to sort of at the start comprehend, understand, yeah. but believe. What? You're saying that Absolutely. I just have to think yeah, and it happens. <laughs> and, well, it, technically, yeah. But yeah. over a prolonged period of time, it's like saying yeah. we go to the gym once and you're ultra fit. No, you have to be very. Yeah. You know, positive uh, uh, and look at things, and 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 I, I totally agree with the you know what you put out, you get back, and and again, everything I read from the all all these successful people, and it's not about money or cars or fame, but you know no. success in their own right, and a lot of people are very rich, but they, you know whatever, but they all say what you've said. and I am just saying this to say you're right. I, I yeah. truly believe what yeah. you're saying that. And I just think this cannot be a coincidence that all these ultra successful people, again, Mm. I'm talking Mm. money, cars, boats, holidays, houses, just ultra successful in their own right, they all say exactly what you've just said, and it cannot be a coincidence. They're not all part of a club either. That that you know. (laughs) This, you know, but yes, I,
1: I agree. It's, it I don't feel it is a coincidence. No. I think, you know, it, it's actually on the surface of it. a very simple premise, isn't it? You know, what yeah. we give out, we get back. But the, the, the difficulty is with that is that, of course, you know, if you look at it in those simple terms and haven't explained it properly to a client, a client may yeah. feel... Well, are you saying I deserve all these things that I've been through? You know, are you are yeah. saying that I've attracted all this trauma and it can create further shame and yeah. further, yeah. Um, you know, so we have to be very careful about how we deliver on these things. You yeah. know, this is about a, a very gentle learning, a de- gentle foray into yeah. something, looking at things slightly differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they can see start to do the results for themselves and start to think, oh, okay, yeah. so actually now I'm no longer hating on myself. I'm attracting people who actually quite like me around yeah. me rather than abusive people yeah. around
0: yeah. me yeah
1: yeah um so it's amazing what transformations it can happen you know but obviously to begin with we do have to be careful in how yeah. we package that and also just coming back to something you said earlier about kind of success you know it's how do we define a success for me yeah. personally i'm not materialistic don't give a stuff about any of that stuff yeah. you know so for me personally success is about Um, feeling peaceful and contented in oneself for most of the time it's not possible all of the time because storms rage around us things happen to us life happens you know and we are going to get wobbled from time to time that is inevitable but it's about how do we define success for ourselves and again this is coming back looking at our value systems and if if it's important to us that we have the status then obviously we must go with that if it's not and we we can do it in other ways Mm. and it's finding
0: what's right for each individual because we are of course all
1: absolutely unique
0: yeah yeah does that go back to the question of i think that that is you know why am i here you know it goes back that that can really to me like so you said you know what is success to me and you can think bloody hell why am I here? You know, yeah. and it can yeah, lead yeah. you down like a, a rabbit hole. That's well, why am I here? And and that can then, I think, uh, yeah. cause people to think, be a bit uh, question themselves, maybe, and and, and things like that. It, it, it's it's all yeah. so interlinked, but so complex and difficult as well, isn't it?
1: Well, I'm all for I'm all for self awareness because I think you know the more self aware people are the more um they are consciously choosing to act in certain ways rather than unconsciously allowing perhaps mm. um our woundings which we can do we all have woundings yeah. and sometimes we can you know if we're acting unconsciously they can kind of kick out the wrong people at the wrong time kick mm. out to us ourselves you know um so if we get more self-awareness then we can start to understand okay this is what makes sense or meaning or purpose for me mm know not for anyone else but for me yeah um and then it is trying to get that into alignment with everything that you're doing yeah Uh, Yeah. so you know and and it's at that point sometimes that self-awareness when things or people start to fall away from your life so again if we're talking about perhaps law of attraction it's that kind of perhaps people who no longer serve our highest Mm. way of being or Mm. vice versa you know that relationships might end or um jobs might come to an end or Whatever it might be, kind of falls away to make mm. way for um, this new emerging self. Really,
0: yeah, yeah. it's like it's like winter into spring, you know, uh, you yeah. know, or yeah. you know where where you know things are changing. At first, you might think, well, why has that happened? And it's yeah. I think it's difficult to comprehend that sometimes things at the time that don't seem positive actually mm. later on down the line ah there's times Absolutely. that were I thought why is this happening? You know, back yes. in the day, and I, yeah. can now, I could now pinpoint to you, Charlotte, why yeah. that happened and what it's Absolutely. given Absolutely.
1: And I think that's the beautiful thing. You've hit on something really um, bit positive there. You know, this is about hindsight's a wonderful thing. We can look back later. We can say, yeah, I can see what that happened. Actually, it happened for the best. Whilst you're in it, yes. <laughs> it can be like, "Whoa, is me. Why on earth is this yeah. happening? You know, this is terrible. Um you know it might be that a relationship falls apart and you're like this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to me the grief and the you know uh, loss and everything the, the physical practical changes that have to happen as a result of that for some people you know but actually it might be that as a partnership that you were really not helping one another to live your Mm. highest best lives and that it naturally needed to come to an end that Mm. maybe one or the other of you weren't honoring yourselves and respecting yourselves enough within it, for example. Mm. So, you know, we can look back later at the time, you know, to say to a client, what silver linings can you see in this would be quite, you know, it wouldn't be very fair really because would be like, what do you mean? Yeah, Yeah. they might be really hurt, really angry, really upset, quite rightly so, you know it is about phrasing things in the correct way it's about trying to uh, timings important in that yeah, <laughs> sometimes yeah. a lot of patience but actually eventually clients do tend to see for themselves that actually right okay so even if this is a seems on the surface a horrific situation now more accepting of it mm. what can i do to get that reparation to start to rebuild
0: yeah, yeah
1: and that's when they can start to rebuild more in alignment with perhaps who they would like to be or need to be yeah.
0: Yeah, on the path they're gonna be now treading, and I think one of the best things I ever heard was uh, from a guy called Ed Milet, and he's listen to his podcast. He's American, uh, yeah. as as a lot of these you know uh, strong mindset people are. And I think there's. I was yeah. saying to my colleague before we um, before I came into this, I think there's a big space for someone in the UK to mm-hmm. to, to 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 do something more because everything I find, ninety eight percent of it figure I've pulled from nowhere they're all American not saying that's wrong but but the thing you say yeah, was, predominantly yeah, mm. the, the thing that really stuck with me and it's what you said so that's why it stuck with me um things happen for me not to me mm. and that then uh, it, and you were saying like why do things bad happen to me and he said no I've learned to tell mm. myself things happen for me yes. not to me and it that is. you can reframe it then
1: absolutely and that's a perfect bit of reframing isn't it because you know it rather than if you're looking at it in a position of is that passive helplessness of Mm. things are happening to me
0: yeah
1: actually things are happening for me is is an active forward thinking Mm. um okay so this is tough right now but better things are going to come because of this and that comes back to that hope doesn't it that sense of okay i might not understand it right now this might feel like hell right now Mm. but actually Going to be some silver linings eventually coming out of this. There's going to be some new, whether it's learning, um, about oneself or other people or the world, whether it's um, growth in well, it can be growth in all sorts of areas, can't it?
0: Yeah, but what you said, I've seen so many people and read so many times that when people do go down this path you're talking about or change Mm -hmm. paths, shall we say, that the people that they have in their life tend to fall away uh, 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 for for good reasons, but sometimes at the time, the people thinking, Well, i've lost them i've lost them i've lost them i've yeah. lost them but it's because you're or that person's becoming a tr- the, the person they deserve to be mm-hmm. and then they'll start attracting people that they deserve to have into their into their life Absolutely. people that'll serve them uh not serve them as in you know food but you know serve them better <laughs> with the life they're going to be leading but it is Absolutely. difficult at the start yeah. to, to yes. sort of comprehend that and to stay in the game if you know what i mean
1: Yeah, I think it's sometimes difficult for people to even recognise that they have any potency at all. Yes. That that their mind has potency, that they can actually change things they can change the way they feel they can change the way they respond to things and that's a big one because when we've got the unconscious processes we just knee-jerk react very often we're kind of in that immediacy of oh you know i'm I'm, i've been affronted, so i'm going to be really angry or rageful back you know but actually just to take that breath and to think how would i choose to respond
0: yeah yeah Yeah. what
1: would i like to do
0: yeah Yeah, that's a learned a learned a skill isn't it you know it is it's like it's like yeah. knowing how to use a drill you know and i use that because i've just I, I, although as, as old as i am i'm just i've just learned how to use a drill properly it sounds ridiculous yeah. for a man my age but i've chosen to to to, to use my brain to, to learn yeah. things that we're talking about you know yeah. but it, everything's learned so so you know where where your initial reaction might be to you know uh, uh, you know hit back at someone yes. Not meta, meta, you know metaphorical or literally maybe yeah or to defend oneself yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe it's then learning to, to sort of like you said just try and step back mm-hmm. and you know assess the situation but you've got to have the tools and, and what you're you say there and the tools you're giving people will allow them to come out of situations that previously they'll have regretted how they've acted or oh, yeah. bloody hell a I, I bloody you know I, I reacted off, you know red mist came down again yes, they'll begin yeah. to sort of see that mist coming won't they and yes get rid of it, it. it does it gives them that that
1: moment or that window of opportunity to consider how they might wish to respond but coming back to unconscious processes again if you're looking at it from um, say for example people who've experienced trauma sometimes those unconscious processes can be from um child aspects yeah. within one that haven't been healed so we might be responding as a as a nine-year-old rather than the adult self that people mm-hmm. are seeing presented in front of them um when that happens obviously that can cause chaos you know yeah. what, what you've got is two people communicating at very different levels yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, you
1: know yeah. um and then no movement can go forward when unless they're both talking at an adult level together yeah. um so you know it, that can create <laughs> a real a real barrier yeah. for that that thing to be then resolved
0: successfully yeah. move forward um so that, and, that can happen in like any any relationship that's healthy i suppose you know any partnership that you have man wife you know boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend girl, you know however you live yeah sometimes you have differences of opinion don't you and and i think it's 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 difficult certainly you know for from my experience that you know if you're having a disagreement with your partner to mm. try and when you're all a bit Act up about it to try and see yeah. see their version of events, you know. And, and again, it goes back to for me and for my partner, just you <gasps> yes. know trying to. And sometimes, if we can't, we'll yes. just say, right, let's go away, come back yes. in thirty minutes when we're calmer, and then we sit down and we are both seeing each other's side of fence, if you like. Or, absolutely, you know, absolutely.
1: And I think that's it, isn't it? It, it, it? But it's very hard sometimes to be able to put yourself into somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Obviously, that is um, the nature of I guess therapy, as you yeah. and I know, you know that's that's yeah. the whole purpose that we are actually trying to be alongside people to understand their perspective and their point of view, even if it doesn't fit particularly with our um, set of values or the way that we might choose to live. Um, you know, it's about being respectful and completely, um, you know, non-judgmental about yeah. how other people are or may choose to live, yes. um, and it's about helping people to understand that actually, you know. Maybe, maybe to have that bit of a, an acknowledgement that although they're right in the depths of it right now, and for some people that that may make them quite introspect mm. um, because they feel so overwhelmed or or drowning with all the emotion. Yeah. Um, but actually, studies have been shown that that as they start to look externally, in the sense of perhaps thinking, well, does my sense of purpose or meaning um, include um, connecting more deeply to other people? Mm. That for many people, that can be a real key to unlocking that sense of insular kind of, you know, they're starting to to understand more other people's points of view, whether it's through volunteering or the job that they do or just connecting to somebody, perhaps out walking, smiling at somebody um, or just just the pleasantry, you know, Um, how many of us go. Along, certainly, you know, I'm thinking of places like London. You know, where you can be in London yeah, and you can kind yeah. of walk along and you think, "Gosh, nobody said hello to me today." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and actually, connectivity, you know, is so critically important. We are social beings. Yes. You know, is it John yes. Donne said, "When uh, no man is an island."
0: No man is an island, indeed. And
1: you know, we we can't we can't go through life without social interaction. No,
0: no.
1: um, There's was, those was poor children in the Romanian orphanages, for example. No um became mentally extremely unwell um due to lack of any stimulation or interaction or ho- you know your human kind of kindness and, and care yeah. and compassion and we can see the damage that does to people
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, and obviously in cases of trauma or neglect or whatever we're talking about here as well, that can also happen. Yeah. So you know, it it, it it and then it's very hard for someone to perhaps even trust someone enough to socially mm. connect. It's mm. it's it becomes a a huge scary thing to yeah. do.
0: Yeah,
1: but actually, it's within learning to love oneself and starting to explore the love of someone else i don't necessarily mean in a partnership sense
0: yeah.
1: but that is where the healing can occur on that social
0: yeah. connection that depth of connection i suppose that's allowing yourself to be vulnerable as well though isn't it you know yeah. uh, whatever i suppose whatever depth of relationship it's making a new friend for example yeah at some point you've got to connect with them and open up a certain extent to allow them to learn about you and they've got to do that with with, with themselves to you then you can think oh we've got some yes. connection here, I've got a lot in common with this person but if you constantly walk around with your barriers up and it goes yes. back to I think what you said about what you put out your mirror mm-hmm. If you're walking around with your barrier up, yes. other people can see that and yes. then they'll naturally put theirs up Absolutely. and before you know it well, yes. why, why, is everyone, why is everyone rude and it's Absolutely. because you're subconsciously it is. It putting is. that you know, gate or. or it is.
1: I mean, I don't know if you've ever. I mean, I, I know why. <laughs> I used to be quite angry in years gone by, and uh, I know that if I was on a particularly angry day, um, I'd nearly always come across somebody who was doing road rage cutting me up or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah. attracted it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be really upset, like, oh, no, you know, it's made it even worse. There's even yeah. more anger. Yeah. And, you know, why actually, is it like, to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. i put out that vibe that, you know, I was yeah. really angry yeah. that day. It's, it's
0: um, difficult, though, yeah. like you said, though, it's difficult to for for anyone, I think, to, to sort of think, well, I have actually contributed to that yes. happening. And, and I'm not saying, you know, there's things that happen to people that, God forbid, I don't even want to Absolutely, no not their fault of, at but all. But yeah. not their fault at all. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but, but breaking it down to simple day-to-day mm. interactions, activities, mm. feelings, I think it's difficult, you know, for, for anyone to mm. think, well, I have actually contributed for that uh, thing happening and I think like when it's good and think good things happen it's some, it's sometimes even harder because you think well I'm, I, have I done that you know I'm not good enough to do all that you know and, and it is thinking yes so it, I've done that it comes back I to that constantly. self-concept yeah, yeah so some is. people find
1: it very difficult to um, accept the good stuff as well, they filter it out and mm. will only focus. So, so somebody's given them a compliment, yeah. but they've also given them a bit of criticism, right. they'll only focus upon the criticism because that fits with their self concept of themselves yeah. Yeah. better. Um, some people really struggle with being able to say, Do you know what? I did do a good job there, yeah. I did okay. Yeah, yeah. um, I and for
0: compliments as well. People, absolutely. People, the, the best tip I ever got was from a, a, a counselor like yourself when we we're talking, and she's we we're talking about, you know, when people give people compliments, and I'm probably one of them, you know, oh, you've done well there, and I'm like, oh, it's no, you know, it's no, you know, and, and a lot of stuff I do, I think it is no, but she said to me, she said, if someone says to you, oh, I like your hair, they won't say that to me, but, oh, I like your jacket or your jumper, <laughs> instead of saying, oh, yeah, you only got it from there, it only costs £10, you just simply say to them, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and it just changes your whole... Yeah. It, it's dead weird that two little it, words... It, what a difference
1: it makes danny because actually if you think about it in some ways if somebody gives you a compliment and you're like dismissing it and batting it away you're actually in a way disrespecting that other person as well because they're like oh okay (laughs) but actually if you say thank you you know it's 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 a lovely thing to do and i've been thinking about more and more recently because of the connectiveness stuff and the pandemic and this kind of feeling around hope Mm. about random acts of kindness and i think how amazing they are that actually people are doing it prove pure altruism. This isn't about being named for doing something or letting people know you've done it, but some beautiful little random acts of kindness that you can do that you know, and and therefore it's it's not about wanting something back. So it could simply be um going up to complete stranger and really complimenting them on yes. how they look, you know, yes. or some, yeah. you know just something just because you can then walk in your own way. You know, you're not intending on necessarily having a conversation with that yeah. person, but you've given somebody a bit of a lift for that mm. day. Mm. Um, just remembering to say oh, thank you, you know, oh, that was great, thank you, because we don't always do that. Yeah. It, I think people are a lot more inclined to say, oh, well, actually, that's not quite right, yeah. or, you yeah. know. Um, so I think, it, again, it's that focus, and I think we can all take personal responsibility for that, can't we, about how we interact w- yeah. with others, but also ourselves. Yeah. So our, our internal self-talk is critical. If, you, if you're if you talking to yourself in a way you'd never talk to your best friend, something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like having <clears throat> a little abuser sitting on your shoulder the whole time.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, you're not going to feel good. You're not yeah. going to feel better. We have to start with how we treat ourselves. Yeah. And then outwardly, that becomes a reflection of how we treat yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it has to start within. It has to be that personal responsibility about, so, OK, we'll change it.
0: <laughs> you know, but when you said earlier, you said like people do you know, random acts of kindness you know, and and a lot of them do it for no, to not, you know, get anything in return. But the yes. thing is, by doing that, they will get things in return, won't they? The universe yeah. it will will yes. will reward yes. them for yes. you know. For, you for believe no it
1: effect. absolutely for those people who believe in karma, absolutely. Mm. But it's also, I mean, there has been studies done, hasn't there, over the years about whether any altruism is actually pure altruism because yes.
0: Yes. you know
1: we, we might be giving someone a compliment, but it makes us feel good to make someone else feel good. Yes. So you know, it is a bit of a controversial one. It's a bit like. Uh, most people who go into therapy, let's be honest about it, they're wounded healers. You know, they've mm. come into it because yeah. they've had their own adverse life experiences. They've had to suffer and go through and then they've had to process. They've had to have their own therapy, perhaps. Um, that's why the majority
0: of people do go into the helping professions. Um, that's so, what you know, successful we... people do, though, Charlotte. Is it? <laughs> yeah. no, and, and that's what I'm saying to, to people like yourself. Yeah. That's what successful people do. Yeah. They, they, they've learned something's happened and yes. they've learned what it's done for them. Yes. And yes. And they want to share it with other people. And yeah. and so so therapists, yeah. counsellors like yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. You, you you've experienced. You will think right. You maybe I'm not putting words in your head or your mouth, but I know what it's done for me, and I know I don't want people. I want to. Sh- I want to teach people that yes. they can. And it's like business people that, that have become ultra successful, they then start, you know, sure. teaching other people. Yeah. And absolutely. successful people do what you've said. So yeah. successful people like you, Charlotte, then want to help others.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is that. It's that. I think lived experience counts for so much, doesn't it? And and, and I appreciate, you know, um, you know, people can have degrees and oodles of masters or whatever coming out of their ears. Um I personally don't probably would like to, but I don't. But I think it's also lived experience also goes a long, long, long way because you kind of, you know, and it does give you an an extra sense of empathy, an extra understanding, perhaps, of um, the nature of suffering. You know Um, how people might be able to overcome anything. We come back to this theme of hope again, and that's where I always hold my hope is that I believe You know, everybody can um, heal from mental ill health, no matter what the mental ill health. I know there are certain diagnoses that, for example, psychiatrists would say can't possibly work with that person. Mm. We're not going to be able to help them. Mm. I disagree personally.
0: Um,
1: I think this is all about connectivity. This is about human Mm. depth and connectivity. Um, Very often when people have gone through the most horrific things, the relationship is the most important aspect of the therapy. Mm. So the therapeutic process, yes, you've got the processing of trauma or whatever it might be, whatever issue it might be. Without the relationship, if that person's never had love, for example, mm. if they've never had um support and someone in their corner to say, you can do this, I believe in you. Yeah. Or I'll hold your hope when you can't. Yeah. If they haven't ever had that, you know, that is how valuable and precious is the space yeah. to be able to do that, feel it, experience
0: it. Yeah, if you've never had it, then you, you you don't know and all you need is someone maybe. Sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, you just need someone else to believe in you, don't you, to help you Definitely. get onto that first step or you know, climb the first rung of the ladder yeah. and, and things like that. But I'm, I'm to- 100% with you. I think nothing is impossible. So, you know, if, if someone says, oh, it can't be done, well, no, I, I disagree. You know, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. Well, you can. I, I, I think the secret is... You can do anything you want you can be anything you yeah. want to be and you can achieve anything you want to be that is the secret and yeah. i think not enough people well, none of us no one hardly anyone knows it and i think without going too political or anything like that i think <laughs> society or the people that, are, that are at the top of the pyramid don't want people to know that they want people just to yeah. be worker bees and not know what yeah. you can be and do
1: I think the thing is that even the education system set up for that it's not set up for three thinkers is it it's not set up to encourage people to um you know respect themselves for all sorts of things whether it's because they are um have uh, high emotional intelligence for example or creative aspects to themselves rather than the academia um so so you know a lot of people then end up feeling like they don't fit somehow
0: yeah 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 but they're judged on, literally, yeah, how yeah. good are you at maths? Yeah. Or well, I might be absolutely terrible at maths. Yeah. But I might be bloody brilliant emotionally, yes. intelligently-wise. Or I might be fantastic creative. And I, I I sort of say to people, I say, I probably use 1%, not even that, of what I learned at school in my yes. adult life. Yeah. I do. Yes. And, and, like, I look back and I yeah. think about all the, you know, I exams and stuff, but I never stressed about them. I never did. I never, because I, for some reason I knew that they weren't gonna have a bearing on where I was going, where yes. I was going and where I was gonna end up. I don't know how, and I can't explain it. And I look back and remember seeing all my friends and people I knew at school, they're mm. all stressing about these mm. exams. And and now I look back and I think totally like you said, that the education system is not set up to breed successful people. Mm. And again, success is not going 10, mil- ten million pound in bank mm-hmm. or six boats. Success is is all you know internal but being the best version of yourself and knowing that you can achieve anything you want so instead of you know teaching them algebra why are they Mm -hmm. teaching them you know emotional intelligence why are they teaching them about you know how to be better with your finances because the system doesn't want people to to be like that it,
1: well, it is, it is no, and I, and I do actually personally, I personally agree with you, and I'm aware that obviously it's a contentious subject, but um, yeah, I mean, I personally do do believe that the more you oppress the masses, really, that then obviously, yep. you know, that, that you have more control, so I think that, you yep. know, obviously, I, I personally feel that everybody should have freedom of choice, and we are very, very fortunate in this country, very fortunate yep. in many ways, in that we do yep. have freedom of speech to a degree, we do have yep. freedom of choice to choose whether we are religious or not, whether yep. we, who we choose politically you know all of those sorts of things Mm. you know um we also have relatively relatively um little um danger for people who are perhaps lgbtq plus walking around you know whereas actually in other countries that would be um you know people could be subject to attacks all the time and you know so i think we are very very fortunate in in many ways Um, however there are still very subtle ways in which Um, that oppression kind of gets woven into everyday life to seem normal.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So I think it is about us all, you know, our autonomy is one of the most precious precious things we have, we own. Mm. Our freedom of thought. Yes. Um, And I know we've been talking today about how, when sometimes that thought can kind of get um, a bit erroneous, um, unhealthy thinking, et cetera, et cetera. But actually our thoughts are, you know, you know, our, our way of being is unique to us. We are complete unique individuals. Mm. And I think that's something we really need to celebrate more of in this yeah. world. Yeah. Is that you know how incredible that there's all these billions of people on the planet, and yet every single person
0: is completely yeah. unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. What... Snowflake. Snowflakes. Yeah, they're absolutely. they're completely and I think how can they all be different? But then I was saying they'll there'll be there'll be there's billions of people now, there'll be billions of people when we've gone, yeah. and every one of them, even mm. twins. They're different aren't they yes they they're are different. they might look the same but yeah. inside they're very very different Absolutely. And, and i think that's the amazing thing about us as humans yeah. and and, and i agree with what you said about our country we, we we're lucky you know yeah. in the respect that we you know i don't know not everyone is as fortunate as others even in this country but i believe this country does give us the opportunity to be anything we want to be i just think most of us aren't aware that we can
1: we may not have ever been taught that by by our, by family. We may not have had family. We may not have um, had people who supported us, who believed in us, as you said earlier. You know, people who uh, perhaps didn't even give you the the understanding that. Mm there's potential in each of us
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: um and that potential might not be the same for everybody you know some Mm. somebody you know it is as you said earlier about reaching the potential for you the highest potential you can individually reach in a way that feels right for you if you choose to you might not choose to yeah but that's where therapy has to be uniquely tailored for each person or in my Uh, opinion it does because you know everybody walking through the door is completely unique so you can't have a one size fits all kind of response Uh, no no has to be that okay so so what makes this particular person tick yeah. what's what's kind of going on for them and how are they perceiving the world
0: yeah it's not um, an off the peg product is it what you? No. Be, you know, <laughs> no it's not like you know i've got a headache here's two paracetamol yeah you know, it, it, it is it is the most bespoke service in the world isn't mm-hmm. it? it is it's like you know yes. it, it, it's like well you know i may fit into same suit as my friend it might be a bit tight or a bit big but i'll I'll look all right and it'll pass yours is the most bespoke product service and support package that the world will Mm. ever see and has ever seen i think and i still come back
1: to i think part of the the best ingredient about it is the relationship and i know i that's why i feel so privileged doing what i do because You get an opportunity to meet some amazing people, you know, and just to be able to connect at that deep level and um, try and walk alongside somebody yeah, to hopefully help alleviate their difficulties. You know, it's not always possible in yeah. the sense of, you know, if that person perhaps... Um, isn't quite ready to yet, yes, yes, um, and has put their barriers up, and it really isn't ready, and whatever. However, for most part, you know, it's it, and it might be a slow, arduous process, but mm. it's about being willing to sit with somebody in those moments of despair or lack of hope or that powerlessness that we mm. came back, you know, we talked about earlier on, and just holding them in that space rather than rushing them through it. You know, they might yeah, not be yeah. ready to be rushed through it, but be yeah. alongside them, you know, and sometimes just someone sitting with somebody in that suffering and saying okay so I'm I'm aware of the, how this feels with you um we'll sit here whilst you want me to sit alongside you now let's work out are there any ways that we can move forward and yes. you know we can do this together
0: yeah just doing so, everything at their I, pace like you said you know and it it is. it's, it's yeah. I think is it Einstein oh, someone said if you if you judge a fish on its ability to climb yeah. a tree and so that's it, it, it you know you, you ask well it might what might take me 10 yeah hours might yeah. take my colleague one hour absolutely. We're just, we're just, we learn differently we understand things differently we and we, we, we process things differently process
1: things differently some people are very much in the head and the thoughts and some people are very much heartfelt in the heart you know and it, it, it is you it is absolutely um beautiful to see how unique yeah. we are yeah. Yeah. and for me as part of that process of hopefully been able to help someone reach their potential in whatever way that means for them it's like wow what a privilege and it's yeah. like you know it's not for me to say what they should be or no. you know what their particular potential is it's actually their their process of self-discovery mm.
0: yeah well um, just going back to gratitude shall it can it comes yeah. across how how grateful and how you know you've used, you've used the word privilege many many times yeah describe what you do so it shows you know how how grateful you are for what you do and and I, uh, I think know. that you know people are lucky to have people like you there with them and alongside them so thank you thank you so much for this I, 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 I could be talking to you all afternoon <laughs> but I don't want to take so much of your time up I said uh, 45 minutes we're an hour and 10 minutes oh are we time, oh so, dear yeah. so I'm sorry uh, but no not I, at all so, so much. <laughs> it's been absolutely fantastic charlotte thanks so well, thank much I appreciate your time no
1: it's been lovely thank you danny for inviting me on that's lovely so thanks a lot. thank you Bye. take care of yourself
0: thanks charlotte